Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, 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 everybody. Hope you had a great day. Uh, Yesterday, in case you didn't catch it, yesterday was National Good Neighbor Day. There are so many holidays. Today is National Coffee Day, in case you didn't know that. I think it's going to be my new favorite holiday. But yesterday was National Good Neighbor Day. And so, you know, you can mark your calendar. It's September 28th every year, so it'll, this will happen again next year. So we put together a little survey uh, through SurveyMonkey, and it's been running just this week. We only ran it since Monday. But we got some pretty good responses and we wanted to share those with you tonight, and I was just thinking who would be a really good person to talk over these results with me, and we're talking about the one question is how does your neighbors affect your buying decision of your house buying decision. Of course, that led me to think of my favorite realtor in the world, who happens to be my sister, too, and her name's Jerry Barlaghi, and she's here tonight. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Vicky. <laughs> Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. So thank you so much for doing this. Are you excited? I am, and a little nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. All right, okay, so everybody knows Jerry and I both have a copy of the results, and so we're just going to sit here and start to share them with you. I will put them on my website too, victorialowry.com, but we're going to go ahead and share them with you verbally and give you our little commentary on the side as we go. So, Jerry, I'm going to go ahead and read the first question. How's that? Sounds great. Okay, and then you can tell us which one was the top answer. So, the first question was, which best describes your neighboring style? And the survey takers, and this was anonymous, just to remind everybody, it's completely anonymous. All we see are percentages. So which best describes your neighboring style? There were four possible choices. The first choice is I prefer neighbors who are also my friends. We are like extended family. The second choice was I just want neighbors 
who will call 911 if I'm gone and our house is on fire. The third choice was I want neighbors who will say hi, then go about their way apart from me. The final choice was I want neighbors who will leave me alone as if I do not exist. So, Jerry, I know you have the results there. Which was the winning response? Well, the winning response by 66% is I prefer neighbors who are also my friends. We are like extended family. Uh Uh-huh. Is that what you expected? Would that be your guess? It would be because you want to have a good relationship with your neighbors to Uh make things flow and uh, to feel safe where you are. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, you know, it's I reference the Bible a lot, and it's funny because they've been talking about neighboring a lot in our church for a couple months now, actually several months in different ways. And being a good neighbor, love thy neighbor thyself, all kinds of neighbor references all through the Bible, and that's a huge reference point for me. I I'm always thinking in my mind. Um, what what was the second top response? Actually, I don't have that answer. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> the second um, one was, I just want my neighbors who will call 911. Oh, no, so wait a minute. I apologize. I read that incorrectly. The number two answer is, I want neighbors who will say hi, then go about their way apart from me. That was number two. Yeah. That sounds more right, doesn't it? uh, Yeah. That one had 26.67% of the respondents compared to almost 60% of the people chose the first one. So I'm not sure which one between those, that second and the third option is, more friendly, I don't know, or more close. I mean, saying hi is still friendly. I think people do do want to be able to be friendly, um, but still go their separate ways. But no, yeah. the neighbor. Yeah, and some people there. Were, then there were six percent of the respondents that said they just want the neighbor to call nine one one if their house is on fire. <laughs> yeah, six. Yeah, and maybe not surprisingly, uh, no one, no one chose the final, not one person chose the final answer that they just want neighbors who will leave me alone as if I do not. Yeah, not one person chose that. Yeah, you know, the, the whole focus of this show is basically relationships, to put it in one word. You know, we use terms on, on this show like soft skills and emotional intelligence, which are really the same thing. But to me, it's all about relationships in life. And that's why I, was, I thought it was kind of fascinating to, to do this survey this week with it being National Good Neighbor Day because it's just another aspect of relationships. And to me, in my mind, I do give greater, I guess, um, tolerance, I should say. I don't know. (laughs) Although I do have one neighbor that I'm not very friendly with. But other than that, (laughs) I do give greater tolerance to the neighbors because I do kind of think of them a little bit like extended family. 
I don't know. How about you? I'm not sure. I look at them as, well, mine are a little more distant than some other neighbors are because I live a little, well, I'm in the country like you are. Your neighbors are a little closer than mine are. But, um, yeah, yeah, you want to be well, friends with them. You don't want yeah. to come home and be in a hostile territory when you're at home by not it being friends with your neighbor. It affects your peace of mind at home, I think. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know going to graduation parties and that at your house, a lot of your neighbors are there. So right. you guys are in that way. Yeah, we're pretty right. close here in the but we're we're physically very close because we're around this little lake and they really cram every square inch of real estate out of the land. So our right. yeah, the neighbors are together here. So yeah, you really want to be able to like your neighbors here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we go on to the second question? Sure. Okay. Do you can you want to you want to read this one? I can. Hey, great! It says you're up. Please check the top three qualities below that you feel are the most important to have in a neighbor. Your choices are trust, kindness, influential in the community, professional, religious, quiet, respectful. Friendly, cooperative, funny, has a good cable to share, neat, same age as me. Those are the choices. Yeah. And the number one answer was? Trust. Respect. That was a close second. Are, are they tied? Let You're right. Down like- they are yeah, tied. they're tied. Trust and respect. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. You know what's so funny? Because, again, this show is all about relationships. And, you know, I've even written a book on Don't Be Does, my last book. And we're, of course, definitely talking about relationships in there. And I've quoted a, a number of stories looked at many, many surveys questioning people on why the most important qualities for you to have in a dating partner or a marriage partner. And the top three, and among the top three qualities are always, always, always in varying order. Trust and respect are always in the top three, one and two usually. This is interesting. Same thing for a neighbor. Trust and respect. Yeah. So it makes sense, I guess, you want to trust that your neighbor's not going to come over and and do anything bad to your house while you're gone. Maybe right. that's kind of a physical thing. You but know, and you respect each other's property and respect their privacy at the same time. Yeah. And what's, you know, what's... Um, may be challenging, particularly in a place like where I live, where all the neighbors are pretty close together. As we're seeing already, although certain neighbors are 
I mean, our first question, that was, uh, I'd say, a landslide-winning answer on people prefer their neighbors to be friends, almost like extended family, but still everybody really looks at it so differently, and particularly when you're in a setting when you're real close to each other, some people might, like we say, they might want you to say hi and then just go away, but other people really want you to be buddy-buddy and... And so, you know, people really value, obviously the majority of people really value trust and respect, but still everybody's so different. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting that those two were the the highest in tide, though, and that they're the exact same two that are most important in dating relationships. I found that really interesting. So the the uh, next highest one, then, do you have it there? I do. It's kindness. Yeah. So um, the the 67%, almost 67% of everybody chose trust and respect as number one, and then 53% of the respondents chose kindness. So that's a fairly close second. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. I always think that about when it comes to kindness, and uh, I, I love to watch Harry Potter, and there's a line in that movie that Dumbledore says to Harry because he's just asked him to do something extremely unreasonable, and he says that you never fail to be kind, Harry Potter, a quality that, People never fail to underappreciate. <laughs> wow. The line in that movie always strikes me because I think it's so true. Yeah. I don't know. What you think? This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video based, self paced, teacher supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. You're right. We don't always pay attention to that. Well, I I do tend to think sometimes it's underappreciated. You know, sometimes when someone's really, really kind, I think we can just almost take it for granted and it seems natural. And I don't know, that line in that movie just always strikes me as as a real-life true statement. But here, right here, the survey is showing us that, that people really value it. Yes, That's they nice. do. Yeah. Right. Okay. The next one after kindness, what you got there? Friendly. Friendly. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. So people really do want you to, what was the percentage on that? Let's look and see. What do you got? 50. 50%. Yeah, that's, that's a real close third. Yeah. yeah. Well, it makes sense since the majority of our respondents do prefer neighbors that are friends. So, of course, they're going to like friendly all right, after that, what do we get? Um, after that was quiet. 
Uh, I think I got cooperative. Oh, you're right. I missed that one. Cooperative. Numbers might be a little more fuzzy. Yeah, that one down there is 30%. So it's starting to drop down a little more sharply. Clearly the, the other four, trust, respect, friendliness, those are definitely the majority, and cooperative. Those are all above 50%. Cooperative gets 30%. So we're now getting below the halfway point here. And then after that, we have your meat one. But actually, so, quiet was 16%. And then neat. There you go. Yeah, you got to jump around. You're right. Quiet is next at 16%. So quiet is more important than being neat. How about that? <laughs> huh. People appreciate tranquility and that quietness that goes with it. Uh huh. Yep. Your home is your sanctuary, huh? Yep. It's really interesting. See, that's how I, it, yeah, it looks like that's how most people feel. I was going to say that's how I feel, but it looks like most people agree with that. Huh? Home being the sanctuary, oh. your quiet place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so neat. And some answers weren't chosen at all. So we've got uh, neat, and we've got really just one more that even made the list. And right. that's funny. So people still yep. appreciate Yeah. So maybe we should play pranks on our neighbors. Maybe that would be fun and funny. <laughs> you have to to feel your neighbor out first. <laughs> our, our brother was there would be pranks, right? Our older that is brother. Correct. <laughs> well, actually, both brothers. <laughs> Bro, that's right. Yeah, they. How ha, we? Hey, we gotta stick together because they are pranksters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better move on to the next question. But that was really interesting. I really found that fascinating. Okay, next question. What you got there, Jerry? Do you think people place as much value on being a good neighbor today as they used to? What do you think? Yes or no? I mean, I kind of didn't think so, but I didn't know what everybody else thought. (laughs) You think more people... You think people put as much value on it now as what they used to? I don't, to be honest. Yeah. And I don't think, yeah, no, I don't. Because, and not to say there aren't a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people value it, and there's a lot of good neighbors out there. We're very blessed with some really good neighbors here where we are. But I just think the world that we live in is much more me-centered, much more, and people are so busy, too. People are so busy, and and people work so hard, like you, Jerry, work so hard all the time. Sometimes it's just a matter of having time to even reach out to your neighbor, to even make that a priority in your life, because it's another thing that takes time to reach out and right. find those little get-together and have coffee or go over and, I mean, you know, when we the first lived here, when the girls were still in school and I was a single mom and I value neighbors but man I didn't have time barely waves <laughs> it was too busy um, now the girls are all out of the house now and it's a little bit easier and I'm really enjoying having a little bit more time to talk with the neighbors 
Yeah. Yeah, I look yeah, forward to that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, someday. <laughs> benefits of working from home, for sure. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Out and about all the time as a realtor. So, uh, yeah, we don't know if we said the percentage, but almost 76% of the people seem to agree with no. Know that it's not as important today as it used to be. 17% said that, yes, it's just as important. I guess that's where it comes into play when we reiterate with our kids how important it is to be neighborly and and know your neighbors and be able to be there for each other. Yeah. I mean, I think of shows... Like, you know, and I didn't really watch this show because it was before my time, but I was grew up more like on the Brady Bunch and Little House on the Prairie. But I think it shows way back probably in the, I don't know, I think the 50s is when like Leave it to Beaver and those kind of things were on. And more of that generation and neighbors were a big part of your life. Right. Even in, um, even in shows like Bewitched, the neighbor, the neighbors always played a very central role in sitcoms at those at those times. Right. Does it seem like they do now because they kind of reflect our life? Right. But, yeah. Not sure what all the reasons are for that, but um, yeah, there it is. That's what people think, anyhow. In the, I guess the disappointing or the difficult part in that is knowing that the majority of people, 67%, do desire neighbors that are friends, yet we're looking at 81% who say that people don't seem to value it as much. So people want it, but yet aren't seeing other people valuing it. So, So listen, everybody. Everybody wants to be your friend. The desire is there. There it is. That means we right need there. to step out of our box and, and welcome the neighbors ourselves and get that started. Yeah, it's okay to do it. People want it. In fact, that's what a whole series was at church for about a month, and they were literally encouraging us to do that, to get out and plan parties, go out and meet your neighbors. How many of your neighbors do you not even know? And, um, um, you know, I did a little bit of that, but there's more I would like to do. I'd like to get better at it myself, even. One of our neighboring cities actually had a block party this summer. I hadn't seen a uh-huh. block party in years where all the neighbors got out and, and visited with hey. each other. That was pretty neat. Awesome. Really neat. Yeah, that's great. Okay. I think we skipped a question, didn't we? Oh, no. Here's number four. Uh-huh. And this is really uh, a good one for you to weigh in on as a realtor. Does the quality of your neighbors affect your decision in buying a house? There were three possible choices to this answer. The first, if I found a great house, I would not buy it if there was a lot of neighbor drama. The second choice, it makes no difference to me what the neighbors are like if I find a great house. The third choice, while I prefer decent neighbors, I would not let bad neighbors stop me from buying the house I want. And the number one answer was, drum roll, please, Jerry. I 
if I found a great house, I would not buy it if there's a lot of neighbor drama. By 55%. All over. That's fascinating. So is that the kind of thing that you hear? Do people ask you that? Although I know you do a lot of commercial work, too. But Um, do people ask Actually, finish that question. Do people ask me what? What the neighbors are like in the neighborhood, if you can tell them what the neighbors are like before they well, buy a house. That's not, as a realtor, that's not something I can answer. But I highly suggest that when they're looking at a house, they go knock on the neighbor's door and ask them what the neighborhood's like. And it's that- amazing some of the information you get by talking to the neighbors. Really? What a great yeah. idea. Are you that to people, huh? And do they do it usually? They do. Most of them don't hesitate. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Well, that would be with our survey then because people really do find that important enough to find out that information before they buy the house. Yep. You know, they drive through the neighborhood before they choose to look at the house. And then they'll stop and talk to the neighbors. Interesting. I saw a story on the news, and it was years ago, so many, many years ago, so I have no idea where the neighborhood was. But I just remember this story stood out to me because it was kind of one of those little cul-de-sac type areas. And they had this really great friendship with everybody in the cul-de-sac, and they had what you said, a block party. They had all kinds of parties all the time. And it was just really known for being this super friendly, happy, everybody-gets-along neighborhood. And it actually drove the property values up, just the relationships between the homeowners. Yeah. And that was a, it always stood out in my mind. Just the neighbors being so kind and cooperative with each other, the, the qualities that people want, kindness, trust, respect, cooperation, knowing that was there actually drove the property values up. That's something. It is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't know if we have any. Yeah, and I mean, that seems to be true. If your neighbors are, if your clients are checking with neighbors to see the quality of the neighborhood, then if they get negative answers, they're going to be less likely to make an offer, right? Right, but you also have to remember that it only takes one person to change a neighborhood. You know, uh-huh. somebody comes in good and friendly and neighborly, and the other neighbors had never had that. And as much uh-huh. as people want it and welcome it, it could change the whole atmosphere of the neighborhood. And that so one is person can make a difference. Yep. You know what, Jerry? That's just beautiful. I could go get a tissue right now. <laughs> I'm being silly, because that's beautiful, and it's very true. One person can make that kind of difference. That is something I am very passionate about. I do truly believe that one person makes a difference. So remember that. That's, That's wonderful. How encouraging. I like that. All right. So... That's a perfect note to end our four questions on. Now you know what you have to do. You have to pick a number between one and just one and 29 because this person, whatever number you pick, out of corresponds to their name and whoever, whatever number you call that to win the book. 
a copy of Don't Date a Dud. What's your number, Jerry? I think it's a 14. Oh, wow. That would be actually New Heights Educational Group, who's who I do this show for. Oh, okay. <laughs> Organization for the book. Okay, well, that's perfect, Jerry. All right, so I will over to Pamela. And speaking of what a perfect lead-in, Jerry, thank you. This show is brought to you. (laughs) You're natural. It is brought to you by New Heights Educational Group. And we do offer a diverse selection of educational services for children and adults. There are books, tapes to borrow. There's an online classroom and tutoring. Much of this is available at little to no cost. There's also a student advisory group for youth from all educational backgrounds so they can join and help their leadership skills. There's opportunities for job shadowing. That's really nice. And support for families dealing with disabilities. There are field trips and gatherings that lead to lifelong friendships. New Heights is a nonprofit organization made of 75 volunteers from business and education backgrounds with a genuine passion for helping. There's a website you can go to. It's newheightseducation.org or call 419-786-0247. Okay, thanks so much, sis. I appreciate it a lot. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good night, everybody. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.